It's the final countdown. Playoff hopes and dreams are on the line in week 17. Who will take advantage of their win and end scenarios? And who will be sitting at home this time next week? Find out now on Beyond the Blitz. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, ladies and gentlemen. The Blitz crew back at it. Chris Rogers and Justin Rogers cousins coming at you with end of the year results, predictions. And we're just going to go at it with our week 16 results. Christmas Day, the Vikings taking on the Saints and the Saints showing that they can really be a playoff contender this year, winning against the Vikings 52 to 33. Yeah, man, that was a great game uh, for the Saints, if you're a Saints fan, or if you have Alvin Kamara on your fantasy team. That dude killed it. He had six rushing touchdowns. He had more rushing touchdowns on Christmas than Zeke has this whole year. I think everyone's seen that meme floating around. Saints looked very good. Yeah, Vikings weren't a great opponent, uh, but still, Saints could you know, make a playoff push this year. Especially if they use Alvin Kamara on the run game. And he doesn't usually get more than 12 carries running the ball. And I think he got, I think, 18 to 20 carries this game. So maybe if they give him that volume, he could produce in this way. But Vikings, they just need to go back to the drawing board. Maybe Kirk Cousins isn't a part of the future for them. And the Buccaneers just cementing their playoff hopes and dreams right here, winning against the Lions in Detroit 47-7, and the Bucks are heading to the playoffs. And the 49ers, which all of us thought this was an upset here, the 49ers with almost everybody hurt, winning against the Cardinals 20-12, and Kyler Murray throwing a costly pick at the end of the game. Yeah, man. Kyler Murray might have cost me the fantasy championship. Uh, we'll find out after week 17. Uh, if you didn't know, I'm playing Justin in the fantasy championship. But anyways, 49ers, you know, Robert Sala is probably going to be head coach next year. He's played himself into a big contract with whoever he is, too. And the 49ers defense looked good. Uh, the Cardinals couldn't do anything against them with that really good offense of theirs. So. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, quarterback of the Dolphins, making the play of his career, grabbed on the face mask, somehow throwing the ball in the air deep to the 40-yard line, getting in field goal position with a 15-yard penalty, getting the win with almost no time left against the Raiders, 26-25. to Could this be the game of the year? I wouldn't say the game of the year, but it was, in fact, a great football game. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, perhaps the only closer in the NFL. I don't understand why he's not starting because he seems like the only quarterback who can give the Dolphins some juice. But, you know, that's besides the point. Dolphins is probably going to the playoffs. Uh, I say that, but we'll find out after week 17. John Gruden should be fired. <laughs> he's not worth the 10 years, $100 million that they gave them. He coaches like he's back in 2002. He's just not a good coach. And I think the Raiders need to maybe not a rebuild, but have a little uh, – Fresh restart, some fresh uh, ideas from a new head coach. And two teams who've just had injuries and are struggling this year, the Broncos and the Chargers coming against each other, and Justin Herbert leading another game-winning drive. Could we see this in the future? Maybe from Justin Herbert as they get the win, 19-16 against the Broncos. And the Browns with a win-and-end scenario against the one-win Jets. They couldn't get it done. All the receivers out for the Browns. And the Jets on a two-game win streak now, winning 23-17 to 
16, and some breaking news from a Jets Twitter account that Adam Gase will indeed be fired after this year. I don't know who this game says more about. The Browns, yes, they did not have their uh, top four wide receivers, but they didn't play into their strengths. You know, they have one of the best running games in the NFL. They have two of the top five, top ten running backs in the NFL. And Nick Chubb had like ten carries. Kareem Hunt had like seven. The running game attack is your strongest part of your game, and four of your wide receivers are not playing the game. Why would you go away from that? It's hard to fathom that from a potential playoff team in the Browns. And there's just not good coaching there. Uh, congrats to the Jets. You ruined your tank. Uh, you guys are idiots. But as a Steelers fan, I say thank you. And the Ravens getting expected win against a Giants team who needed to win to stay in the NFC East race. They couldn't get it done. The Ravens dominate. And they look like they could make a playoff push towards the end of the season. And a maybe a Super Bowl push towards the end of the season. And the Bengals, after an upset against the Steelers last week, just put on a show, putting up 37 points against, yes, an injured and maybe not that much talented Texans defense. But the Bengals, I mean, kind of impressed with some backups here, winning against the Texans 37-31. Yeah, it was an impressive game by the Bengals. Uh, Texans put up a decent fight. Maybe should not have lost that game in the first place. Um, but if you ask J.J. Watt uh, about it, he'll he'll tell you he's pissed. He wants to see his players work. Um, I honestly feel bad for him. He feels bad for the fans of the Houston Texans. I feel bad for him. He doesn't deserve to be on a rebuilding team or, in fact, a reloading team. He deserves to be on a contender as soon as next year, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate for him because he never got a chance at a, at a Super Bowl. Uh Probably won't if he stays on the Texans, but good for the Bengals, man. And the Bears, keeping their playoff hopes alive because of the Cardinals' loss, getting an expected win against the Jaguars. And Mitch Trubisky, not looking too bad, had a rushing TD in the game. Maybe he's vying for a long-term contract in Chicago. We'll see as we go towards the end of the season. And the Chiefs, barely escaping with a win against the Atlanta Falcons and Young Hoku missing a game-tying field goal at the end of the game. Chiefs get the win, 17-14. Uh, if Koo makes that field goal and the Falcons start off with the ball in overtime, I don't know if the Chiefs win this game. Uh, you know, the Chiefs got a lucky break. It, in my opinion, was in doubt that they would win at, before the game started, but the Falcons, you know, put on a good show, and Chiefs struggling towards the end of the year here, man. I think it was like four straight, one less than one possession wins or four straight one-possession wins to end the season. It's not a good showing from the first seed that, you know, usually gets off to fast starts and strong finishes. And are they a real contender? I guess we'll find out. And after going down 24-7, to the Steelers come back and get the dub against the Colts 28-24. to Is this Steelers team a team to really be reckoned with in the playoffs? So I feel like a traitor uh, after the beginning of this week. I chose the Colts to win. But can you blame me uh, as a Steelers fan who's a pessimist and always think we're going to lose? But I always cheer for them and I always pick up pick us to win anyways. Can you blame me after the last three games, that four games even that we saw from the Steelers? They, you know, they looked awful. They had no juice on offense. Their defense was tired. Special teams just making costly mistakes. Uh, you know, they just found it at halftime. 
for for whatever reason. Uh, reports are that Ben started, you know, calling plays that they hadn't practiced, you know, drawing it in the dirt, basically playing backyard football. Looked very good. I already know the answer. Randy Feekner is the problem here. Um, ben started calling his own plays, like I said, and they looked very good. So they carry this second half of football into the playoffs. They can go far, but it's just will they carry this into the playoffs? And the Washington football team had a chance this week to clinch the NFC East, and they just couldn't get it done. Some mistakes on the special teams, and Dwayne Haskins just did not look good at all for Washington. As Taylor Heineke came in and looked good towards the end of the game, almost made a push to get the dub, but Ron Rivera losing to his former team, the Panthers, 20-13, to and some news, Dwayne Haskins has been released from Washington. Yeah, um, you know, Washington... Without Alex Smith, uh, at the beginning of the year and towards the end of this year, has not looked good. Alex Smith is a leader they need in at quarterback, and it's been unfortunate that he's been hurt. You know, hopefully he comes back and leads them to win the division and leads them to the playoffs. We'll find out. The Panthers, you know, fighting hard. Teddy Bridgewater didn't make as many mistakes, you know. Uh, managed the game very well, and, you know, they got the win. And a huge NFC West game that would decide the division, the Rams, losing to the Seahawks in Seattle 20-9, to and some news that Jared Goff is hurt and most likely will not play next week against the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, the Seahawks beat the Rams, but Jamal Adams said this is like the best defense that they have. They're one of the best defenses in the league, the Seahawks, that is. Um, I'm not buying it. You know, they look kind of sluggish on offense, and they only really beat the Rams because Jared Goff was hurt, in my opinion. I don't think the Seahawks would go far in the playoff. It's a bit of a hot take, but, you know, Seahawks won. That's about all I have to say about it. And a couple of games that really cement who's going to be in and who's out and who's possibly contender going into the playoffs. The Eagles have officially been eliminated from playoff contention as they lose to the Cowboys 37-17. And the Cowboys, a win next week and a Washington loss next week, puts them into the playoffs as the NFC East champs. We'll see what happens with that. Just a surprising win here from the Cowboys and the Packers, showing that, in my opinion, they are the team to beat in the NFC, dismantling. The Tennessee Titans 40-14 to in a snowy Lambeau field. And on Monday Night Football, the Bills basically showed me the same thing, that they might be the team to beat in the AFC. I know the Chiefs are playing well, but like you said, they've been winning games by one possession. That They should win by two or three possessions. Yes, they're getting the wins, but this Bills team looking good as they dismantle the Patriots 38-9. to And there needs to be a new regime as far as quarterback, not coach, not Bill Belichick, it's not him right now, but they need a new quarterback in New England. And let's just go over the playoff standings so far as we go into Week 17. And before we predict Week 17, let's just go through this real fast in the NFC. The Packers have not clinched the first seed yet, but they have clinched their division and a playoff spot, the number one seed. The number two seed right now is... The Saints, they have clinched their division. The Seahawks at the three seed have also clinched their division. Washington right now is a four seed, a win and end scenario as they play the Eagles on Sunday night football next week in the four seed. The Bucks have clinched a playoff spot in the five seed. The Rams right now a win and end for them in the six seed. The Bears also a win and end 
in the seventh seed. And the Cardinals are also in a win and in as they are on the bubble. They have to beat the Rams this week to get into the playoffs. Now moving on to the AFC, the Chiefs have clinched the number one seed in the playoffs and clinched their division the number one seed. The Bills have also clinched their division a couple weeks ago, and they come in at the number two seed. They will clinch the number two seed if they get the win or if the Steelers lose this week. And the Steelers, speaking of the Steelers, they also clinched their division this week and have clinched at least the number three or the number two seed next week. If the Steelers win, the Bills lose, Steelers get the number two seed. The Titans, with the loss against the Packers, have not clinched anything right now. They're at the number four seed. And the Dolphins, right now at the number five seed. Ravens at the sixth seed. And the Browns at the seventh seed. And the Colts, right now on the bubble. The Dolphins, Ravens, and Browns can all get in with a win as well as the Titans. If the Titans end up losing, the Colts end up winning, they will vault into that fourth seed and the Dolphins will most likely be kicked out of the playoff hunt. And if they lose and the Titans will most likely get the seventh seed, we don't know if that's exactly what it's going to look like, but you can look it up, look on NFL.com. I'm sure they have all of your answers as far as what the playoffs may look like. So let's just go real quick. We're just going to go through these picks real quick, maybe not giving as much explanation because it's week 17. It's crazy. A lot can happen in week 17, but let's just go through these games real quick. All right, Dolphins going into Buffalo to play the Bills. Uh, I have the Bills. The Bills still have the second seed to play for, and with a wide open AFC, the higher the seeding will definitely help you. So the Bills are going to win. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Bills in this one as well. The higher seed is going to help you because, again, like I said, the Bills are my favorite. But, I mean, the longer you can avoid the Chiefs, the better right now. So, yeah, they're going to play for that two seed. Um, The Dolphins are playing for a lot. And I think it's going to be a really good test for Josh Allen against a really good Dolphins defense. All right, the Saints going to Carolina to play the Panthers. Uh, I still have the Saints winning. No explanation needed. Yeah, give me the Saints in this one as well. They're still playing for a possible number one seed. Give me the Saints here. All right, the Packers playing the Bears. Two of these teams still have something to play for. Who you got? Um, it'd be funny if the Packers lost to the Bears on purpose. They'll only get four more years in Mitch Trubisky, but uh, I'm taking the Packers. You got to give me the Packers in this one too. I think they're playing for the number one seed. I mean, if you're going to Lambeau for the entirety of the playoffs, the Packers have that much more of a chance to win some games, get to the Super Bowl. Let's give me the Packers in this one. The Ravens, a winning in scenario for them as they go to Cincinnati. Who you got? Give me the Ravens. Uh, yeah, the Bengals have won two straight, but the Ravens look all, they look so good right now. I could definitely see it being like a couple years ago where Andy Dalton throws it down the field to Tyler Boyd for a win, but I just can't see the Ravens losing right now. Give me the Ravens. The Steelers going to Cleveland, play the Browns. Ben Roethlisberger going to be sidelined for this game to rest up, and Mason Rudolph will play for the Pittsburgh Steelers at quarterback. All right, so don't get me wrong. As much as I want to see Mason Rudolph use the proverbial helmet, on the Browns to, to kick them out of the playoffs. And it pains me to hurt to say this. I'm going to have the Browns winning this week because I don't see Mason Rudolph leading the Steelers to a win against anybody, let alone the Browns. Yeah, I'm going to take the Browns in this one too. They have a lot to play for, and a lot of the Steelers' backups will be in this game. The Browns are going to have to really mess this up to lose this game. Give me the Browns. And the Vikings traveling to Detroit to play for the Lions. Neither team playing for anything. Who you got in this one? Uh, I have the Vikings. I think the Lions want to lose more than the Vikings do, so they'll get the higher pick. 
Yeah, same reasons I'm going to pick the Vikings in this one. The Chargers going to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. Neither team really playing for anything. I don't know exactly if Chad Henney's going to start for the Chiefs in this game, but regardless, who's going to win this game? I have a, I guess you can call an upset, even though it means nothing at this point in the season. I have the Chargers winning. They looked pretty good last week uh, with Justin Herbert leading the game-winning drive. And if Chad Henney is playing, and I think that he will be playing. Uh, Chiefs will m- most likely be resting most of their other starters. Um, that gives the the uh, Chargers a pretty good chance. So that's why I'm picking the Chargers. I have a gut feeling here the Chiefs are still going to somehow try to pull out a win. And I think they will. So giving the Chiefs in this one. The Jets traveling to New England to play the Patriots. Do the Jets go throughout the rest of the season undefeated right now on a two-game win streak? As hilarious it would be. Um, I'm going to take the Patriots, even though they look god-awful right now. It looks like Cam Newton has nothing left for for them at quarterback. I think their team is still better than the Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets. They stink, yes. But I think they're going to get the win in here. Patriots are just not playing well. I, I just don't know what's going on. And they have an interim coach here with the Jets, and I think he's going to try to do whatever he can to win. This team's looking decent. Give me the Jets in this one. The only time all year I'm going to pick the Jets. And the Cowboys going into New York to play the Giants. Both of these teams, they need to win this game and have a Washington loss for them to make the playoffs. Who you got in this one? Um, I'm going to take the Cowboys here. Uh, you know, the Giants have looked pretty bad uh, as of recent. Um, and the Cowboys have looked good. You know, they've come back to life these last couple of weeks, and I think they'll get the win here. Yeah, give me the Cowboys in this one. Right now, I don't think Daniel Jones is the answer at quarterback. I think this offense at times has looked better with Colt McCoy in there than Daniel Jones. I mean, he's looked decent, but right now you might need to look back at the drawing board for quarterback, maybe give him one more year. But right now, give me the Cowboys in this one. The Falcons traveling to Tampa Bay to play the Bucks. Nothing really being played for in this one. Who you got in this one? Uh, I'm pretty sure Bruce Arians will be resting most of his starters this game. They, you know, the Bucks don't have much to play for. Uh, if they lose, they don't drop any spots. If they win, they don't rise any spots. Uh, give me the Falcons because they have an interim coach. They have a lot of talent. Matt Ryan probably, you know, playing for his position on the team uh, with the new regime that might be coming in soon. Uh, a lot to play for for the Falcons, in my opinion. So give me the Falcons. Yeah, give me the Falcons in this one for all the reasons you just said. How about the Raiders in an AFC West battle going to Denver to play the Broncos? Uh, give me uh, the Broncos in this one. Neither of these teams have anything to play for, but uh, I think Drew Locke still has a lot to play for. He has a lot to prove. Um, I think he's going to prove that he's the Broncos' future uh, in this game. Yeah, if the Broncos end up winning this game, I think that the head coach for the Raiders, John Gruden, should be fired. But I'm going to pick the Raiders in this one. In my opinion, I think they should put in Marcus Mariota. You have nothing to play for. Put him in. See what you have in him. And you might have a quarterback competition in the offseason. Or you may be playing him so that you could possibly trade him in the offseason to a team who might need a decent backup or someone to compete. So that's what I would do for the Raiders. I think if they do that, they might get the win in this one. I'm going to give them the win. All right, the Titans. Going to Houston, play the Texans here. Titans win, and they're in the playoffs. And that's exactly what's going to happen. I think the Titans are, in fact, going to win. Uh, Texans will put up a fight, especially with uh, 
that vote of confidence J.J. Watt gave his team, a kind of a, you know, pat on the, not a pat on the back, but a kick in the rear, you know, let's get going on defense. I think J.J. Watt at least is going to have a big game himself, if not the rest of the defense, but I think the Titans will outlast the Texans and make the playoffs. Just because of J.J. Watt's speech that he gave in his press conference, I'm going to have to give it to the Texans. They're fired up. They're ready to play. Deshaun Watson's a top-five quarterback in the NFL. Give me the Texans in this one. And another AFC South matchup here. Even if the Colts get the win against the Jaguars here, they might not get in, but they still are playing for something. Colts, Jaguars, who you got? It would be very unfortunate the Colts miss the playoffs. I still have them winning. Um, it's not really of any question. It would be very unfortunate if Philip Rivers missed the playoffs. I don't think any other quarterback in the AFC deserves a Super Bowl more than Philip Rivers with all the pain the Chargers have put him through uh, during his career. But, uh, yeah, give me the Colts. Yeah, you got to give me the Colts in this one for a lot of the reasons you just said. And we'll move on to an NFC West matchup. The Cardinals and the Rams playing each other for a playoff spot. Whoever wins this game is in the playoffs. Jared Goff will most likely not play in this game. And Kyler Murray, also questionable. His status for this game is also up in the air. So, basically picking as if both of these quarterbacks not playing, who do you got? If both of these quarterbacks aren't playing, the Rams have a better team uh, just in general. So that's why I'm going to pick the Rams. Uh, you know, the battle of the backups, might, it's going to be a good game because for a playoff spot. And uh, I hope the Cardinals win because I like the Cardinals, but I think the Rams are going to win. Yeah, you got to give me the Rams on this one. That defense is just too much for a backup quarterback for the Cardinals. I think they might put up a fight, but you got to give me the Rams in this one. And the Seahawks and 49ers playing in this game right here. The 49ers right now could make NFL history. If they win this game, they'll go 8-8. Eight and eight. And I believe this will be the first division in NFL history where every team in the division has a 500 or better record. So who do you got winning in this game, Seahawks, 49ers? Uh, I have the 49ers winning. The Seahawks, you know, like I said about the Bucks, don't have much to play for. Can't really go up in standings or go down. Uh, so they'll be resting a lot of their team, a lot of their key players. And I think the 49ers will take advantage of that and, you know, get the win. Now, a lot of that isn't 100% true. The Seahawks, if the Packers end up losing and the Seahawks end up winning, they get the one seed. Because I believe earlier in the season, the Seahawks did end up beating the Packers. So right now, I mean, I could see the Seahawks playing for a lot. But the 49ers, that defensive scheme, I think, is just too good. So give me the 49ers in this one. And the Sunday night matchup, a win-and-in scenario for the Washington football team. Again, like I said, Dwayne Haskins is gone. He's no longer in Washington. Taylor Heineke may get the start if Alex Smith isn't ready to go, but it looks like he might be ready to go against the Eagles in Philadelphia. Um, I think this is a battle of the head coaches. Both teams are kind of uh, skidding into this game. Eagles, you know, they don't have a playoff position to play for, but they can play spoiler. Uh, but I still think Washington is the far better team. Ron Rivera is a far better head coach than Doug Peterson. And Washington is going to make the playoffs by beating the Eagles this week. Yeah, you got to give me Washington in this one. I think their offense is going to do just enough. I think Jalen Hurts is just going to make mistakes, just as we saw last week. I think he's going to do enough to keep the game close, but Chase Young, is just going to do more to get the win here. So give me Washington as I have them as my NFC East champions. 
And we're going to go into our last segment here. Usually way too early predictions, but we're going to call them just early predictions. Right here on Beyond the Blitz, we have our tiers. Our four tiers of those who right now, as the standings are currently, if everybody that is in the playoff standings won, these are the teams that we are going out of right now. So we have four tiers for you guys. We have the Super Bowl contender. So basically the teams we think will most likely win the Super Bowl. Potential playoff push. So these are teams who we don't think will make the Super Bowl, but they could definitely make a run in the playoffs. Maybe a Titans type run like last year. Um, one and done. So these are teams that made the playoffs will most likely lose in the wild card round. And then who the seventh seed was made for. Teams that probably shouldn't even be in the playoffs if there was no seventh seed. So we're going to start with the first tier. Chris, who do you got? What two teams do you have for who the seventh seed was made for? All right. Starting it off uh, in the NFC, I have the Bears. You know, Mitch Trubisky, not a great quarterback. The Bears don't have a lot on offense. Their defense, very good. Don't get me wrong. Their defense is very good. But this team still does not deserve to be in the playoffs. Uh, so this is the AR who the seventh seed was made for. Now in the AFC, bit of a controversial take here. Um, I have the Titans. I said earlier uh, on the show, earlier in the season, that the Titans were going to be the seventh seed in the AFC. Justin called me crazy because this is when they were 5-1. and one. You know, they still can be at the seventh seed. And they don't, you know, they have a good uh, rushing offense. That's about it. You know, they can run the ball. Ryan Tannehill doesn't make many mistakes, but that's it. Their defense is just god-awful. Um, and they're the who the seventh seed was made for in the AFC. Yeah, in the NFC, I'm going to agree with you with the Bears. I think just with the defense, like you said, I'm going to agree with you. The defense is definitely a top 10 defense in the NFL. But just because of the quarterback carousel they've had all year and the offense just has not been there, even though the last couple of weeks, Mitch Trubisky has been playing all right. He's been playing good enough to get wins, but I just don't think they're a playoff team. I'm going to agree with you with the Bears. And I'm going to disagree with you. I think the Titans... Yes, I can agree with you a part of that. But right now, I think the seven seed is definitely made for the Browns. Why? Because the Browns, they don't make the playoffs. And it, that's just fact. It is fact. If you're an NFL fan, the Browns don't make the playoffs. The seven seed was made for the Browns because without it, they wouldn't make the playoffs. Like that's the only way that they could ever make the playoffs is the seven seed. This team should have won against the Jets. I know you had all four wide receivers, your starting wide receivers out Chris said it earlier, you should have run and pounded the ball. They should have had a good game plan coming out instead of just expecting the win. Again, I'm not saying that the Browns just went out there expecting a win, but again, I see the seventh seed being made for the Browns. And what six teams do you have just being one and done to play off? So my one and done teams in the NFC, I have uh, two more controversial takes. Uh, you know, some people might choose, you know, the Seahawks or the Bucks as, you know, Super Bowl contenders or a playoff push or even the Rams. Um, I have the Seahawks, Bucks and Rams going one and done in the playoffs. You know, going a little bit crazy here with my uh, just early predictions. You know, Seahawks don't have anything on defense and I mean anything on defense. The Bucks, everyone we say this every year. Tom Brady's old, uh, you know. He just somehow decides to not show his age, but it's been a long season. And for players with no 
uh, off season this past year, no training camp, no preseason. I think, you know, the wear and tear on Tom Brady's body, which, you know, never seems to show ever, is going to show up in the playoffs this year. And then Jared Goff is hurt. And without Jared Goff, I don't think the Rams can win in the playoffs. So, yeah, that's why the Rams are going one and done. Uh, in the AFC, I'll have the Dolphins, Ravens, and Browns. You know, the Dolphins don't have, they somehow have a worse offense than the Steelers do uh, when Randy Feekers calling plays for the Steelers. And if two is their starter, like uh, Brian Floresetti is, I don't think they can win in the playoffs. Uh, the Ravens, their offense is just too predictable. They've gotten, uh, you know, they've gotten lucky these last two weeks um, against easier opponents, in my opinion. And But once they face a real team in the playoffs, they'll be exposed. And then the Browns probably don't even deserve to be in the playoffs in the first place. I understand why you said they should be the seventh seed. Uh, but I think the Browns are going to go one and done because uh, they overlook their opponents almost every time. And, you know, they're going to lose. That's all I have to say. I'm going to have to agree with you on a lot of the teams that you said. When I think of one and done, I think of teams who just squeak by at the end of the season or teams who are just not playing well towards the end of the season. And I can see that for a couple of teams here. There's one team, though, that I I saw that you didn't have in your one and done. It's going to be interesting to see which team that is in your potential playoff push. But we're going to start here in the NFC for me, Washington. The Washington football team, I think they're right on the edge where they could make a push but right now they would play the Bucks in the first week. I just can't see them winning in that game. I think the offense is just sluggish at times. Don't get me wrong. Alex Smith having a comeback player of the year season. The offense is definitely better with him in. Antonio Gibson's back. The run game is good with him in. And the defense is great for Washington. But I just think I put them as one and done just because of their opponents they're playing, not because they're a bad team. With the Rams, I'm going to just have to agree with you on everything you said. Jared Goff may not even play in the playoff game, depending on what happens. He just got surgery, so I don't even know if he'll play. Their defense is good, but I don't see them advancing in the playoffs. The Seahawks, for the same reason, I can see this offense. It's either way. I can either see this offense just carrying this team, and they go all the way to the Super Bowl. Or I can also see this team, just because the defense is, isn't that great just losing in the first round. So I'm going to take the other part of that, the other half of that, say the Seahawks defense is just going to take them down and they won't win in the first round of the playoffs. The three teams that I have in the AFC, starting with the Titans, I think the Titans just showed, I mean, the Packers are the best team in football right now, in my opinion. They showed that last week. But this is really a one-dimensional team, not just a one-dimensional offense, but one-dimensional team. Now, Ryan Tannehill, I mean, stats-wise, he's looking like a top-five quarterback in the NFL. But when you have to rely on your run game for your passing game to be great, there's something concerning there. And the defense isn't that great. I mean, there just needs to be a lot that needs to be fixed on the defensive side of the ball. Don't get me wrong. Mike Vrabel, he's a great coach. I think he should be the coach of the Titans for years to come, but I think they'll be one and done. The Dolphins, for everything you just said, I think if Ryan Fitzpatrick is in there, I think they might win a playoff game. That defense is crazy good. Brian Flores doing a great job with Miami with that defense, but the Dolphins offense with the offensive line and just with two at quarterback, they're just looking sluggish, so I think they might be one and done. It's really hard for me to pick the Ravens here as one and done as well because, I mean, Lamar Jackson, he is you know, looking pretty good at the end of the season, but I'm going to have to give the same explanation as I did for Washington. I think they're just going to play teams that are just 
too good. Like right now, I mean, if they were the sixth or the seventh seed, just the teams that they would play, I think are just better than them. So yeah, give me the Ravens as the team that would also be one and done. All right. Potential playoff push. Who are the four teams that you got in this tier? All right. So I know you said the Bucks would beat the Washington football team because they are a better team. I understand why you said that. Disregard it. They are not the better team. Washington, you know, if Alex Smith was healthy and started the whole season, I think they go nine and seven. Uh, maybe even ten and six. You're getting a little uh, controversial here, but we love controversy here on Beyond the Blitz. <laughs> I think the Washington defense can outlast this Bucks offense, especially if Tom Brady finally starts showing his age. You know, the ageless wonder uh, finally starts showing his age. Um, Alex Smith, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over and the running game, you know, as long as it gets going and their defense gets business, you know, gets business done, I can easily see them winning, uh, you know, making a potential playoff push. Um, Titans-esque as of last year. But, yeah, the, you know, it's it's very hard with this Washington team. They're, you know, some weeks are very good. Other weeks are meh. Uh, but I think with Alex Smith at quarterback, they can go pretty far in the playoffs. My other team is the Saints. Um, you know, it could it would be the Packers if they were struggling here towards the end of the year, but you know, the Packers look like the best team in football. And I can't put the Saints above the Packers, so it just has to be the Saints here. In the AFC, I have the Bills. While the Bills have been on fire at the end of the year, um just I don't see really anybody surplanting the Chiefs as a Super Bowl contender. So I'm kind of giving that one away. Um, but, you know, the Bills are just, you know, they're very good and they can make a pretty far push, you know, you know, uh, AFC championship game, possibly farther. Uh, who knows? We'll see. And then my other AFC team is the Steelers. It's, you know, we're either going to go one and done or we're going to make a playoff push. It's it was very hard for me to put them is either them or the Ravens here in potential playoff push. And. Because I'm a Steelers fan, I will overrate my team always, and they are in a potential playoff push. I can agree with you on a lot of these. Washington, I mean, the secondary is good, but it's not the best. I mean, when you have three or four great receivers for the Bucks, I don't know if they can defend that, but I can see why you put them there because that defense, I mean, it is a top three defense in the league. They could lead them to a couple wins in the playoffs. I can see that. So for me, I'm going to put in a potential playoff push, same as you, the Bucks. I think right now, I mean, the way that the Bucks are playing, the Tom Brady is playing pretty well right now for that team and the defense. I mean, they're playing just good enough for them to get wins. I can see them getting a win in the wild card, possibly winning a couple of games and getting in the Super Bowl. I can see it. The Saints right now without Michael Thomas, I mean, we could see him in the playoffs and there's just a lot going on with him just off the field as well in the locker room and everything like that. There's just a lot going on right there. So just because of that, I'd see the Saints just missing out. Also, like what I said for the Ravens and Washington, I mean, right now it looks like the Saints, depending on what C they get, they could play the Packers and I could see them losing to Green Bay and Green Bay moves on. So and that's probably spoiler for who I have as my Super Bowl contender in the NFC. So continuing. Now, I know you said the Chiefs are probably the team that's going to be a Super Bowl contender here. But I'm going to put them as a potential playoff push. And I'm going to say a lot of the reasons later 
and you're probably going to know who my team in the AFC for the Super Bowl contender is. But right now, the Chiefs, they're just winning games by the skin of their teeth. And if they go against teams like the Bills and the Steelers when Roethlisberger is calling the plays, even the Ravens, like, I just don't know if Patrick Mahomes, if they go down by three possessions, if they can have a miraculous comeback in the second half. I just don't know. So for that reason, I'm going to put them in a potential playoff push and not a Super Bowl contender. And then the same thing with the Steelers. They're just an up-and-down team. You're going to either get the three-game losing streak Steelers or you're going to get the second half against the Colts Steelers. I think we'll see them win a playoff game, but probably won't go past that. All right, so who do you have as your Super Bowl contender, one in the AFC and one in the NFC? So in the NFC, uh, I have the Packers. You know, they look like world beaters right now. Aaron Rodgers is on a war path. He's pissed off that they took Jordan Love. Packers uh, front office looks like geniuses, you know. Drafted Jordan Love to, you know, get light a fire under Aaron Rodgers' pants, and he's giving him the best season he's ever had in his career. And in the AFC, I had the Chiefs. Pretty obvious reasons. Andy Reid, one, doesn't lose off of a bye week. Two, Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the world. Uh, three, you have two of the top five receivers slash tight ends in the NFL, in Kelsey and Hill. And they have a decent running game, too, with Le'Veon Bell and uh, Clyde Edwards-Elaire. Uh, and their defense is doing enough to keep them in games, too. And if your defense can keep you in a game, and you have Patrick Mahomes, a quarterback, and all that on offense, you're not going to lose. So yeah, my Super Bowl contenders are the Chiefs and Packers, and who I'm, I'm, who I'm saying is going to win the Super Bowl, it's going to be the Chiefs. That's all I have to say. <laughs> like you were saying with defense, I'm going to go right off the bat here with Super Bowl contenders and say the Bills and the AFC for me are Super Bowl contenders. I gave the early prediction like a couple weeks ago and said the Bills are going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, and I'm going to stick to that right here. You said with defenses, especially the Chiefs defense that they'll keep them in games. The Bills' defense will win them games. They won't just keep them in games. They'll win games for them. I mean, in the first half of the season, you wouldn't have said that. You know, coming into the season, this Bills' defense was projected to be a top 10, even top 5 defense. They didn't do that. Towards the end of the season, man, this Bills' defense is looking good. They're starting to put it all together. Leslie Frazier, I would commend him. He could probably be a coordinator of the year, the way he really turned around this defense. And Josh Allen is playing like an MVP right now. He is on fire. He's playing well. Again, I don't know in the two-minute drill if I would put him out of all the quarterbacks in the NFL to drive it down the field, but I think that Bills defense will win them games. And in the NFC, the Packers, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, this weird stat of the top 100, the last two times that Aaron Rodgers has been outside the top 10 for the top 100, the following season he wins MVP. And now, last year, he was outside the top 10 for top 100, most likely going to win MVP this year. That's three times almost in his career. Like the, I think that's just a crazy stat. Anyway, but the Packers, Aaron Rodgers playing fantastic. Devontae Adams, in my opinion, is the best receiver in the NFL. You, you can at me on that. And, I mean, right now, this defense, this front four, is just playing lights out. The edge rushers are playing well. Jair Alexander is the best corner in the NFL. You can at me on that as well. And this Packers team is just playing well, well enough to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to give the Packers to be my Super Bowl champions this year. 
And that is it for this episode of Beyond the Blitz. We had a lot of hot takes here, a lot of teams making the playoffs, missing the playoffs. And if you have anything you want to say to us or let us know about about the show, what might be better, what might be worse about the show, please let us know. Um, direct message us on Twitter, beyond underscore blitz. We'd love to hear. And as always, as you guys are still in your fantasy championships, as me and Chris are, we're going to put out our injury reports and players that might sit for week 17 so you can shuffle your lineup as you do here in week 17. So again, thank you guys for listening, for coming through this entire season from week one all the way to week 17 with us and going into the playoffs. And as always, stay purple. This has been Beyond the Blitz.